The following podcast is a production of Structure Tech, the most highly rated home inspection company in the Midwest. How many chimney flues actually come back with a clean bill of health? None. <laughs> I wish I could say that there were a few, but that's the surprising thing for most people is that most masonry, wood-burning fireplace flues, they do not pass a level two chimney inspection. Welcome everybody to Structure Talk. I'm Bill Ulrich here today with Ruben Saltzman and Tessa Murray, like always. And we're going to talk about chimneys today. We're getting into the fall season and people are thinking about burning wood. I have no idea why anybody wants to burn wood, but we'll talk about it. I'm a big wait, wait, fan. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry to interrupt. You like story and a half houses, but you don't yeah, like yeah, real wood yeah, fires? Yeah, that, that struck that's right. me. What that's the heck? Right. I know. You everybody a, likes a real wood fire. You put a gas Bill insert an into enigma. your beautiful chimney <laughs> and you flip a switch and it's wonderful. But anyway, we're going to talk about chimneys because if you're burning wood, it's a really good idea to get a level two chimney inspection on a regular basis and also get your flue cleaned out on a regular basis. So we'll go on to some chimney talk. Ruben, tell us what you're thinking today. All right. Well, you know, my first thought about chimneys is that there's a lot of clowns out there who do chimney inspections. And I started learning about this because, and this is really realtor driven. We would do home inspections and then we'd have realtors who would tell their clients, you should get a chimney inspection done by a chimney specialist at the same time. And we'd start having these chimney guys show up at our inspections. They'd bring these fiber optic cameras and they'd run it down the chimney from the top or up the chimney from the bottom. And then they'd be like, yeah, you got cracks and you got missing mortar. You got this, that, and the other. And it's going to be $10,000 to fix it. And we started seeing this happening over and over again. And so we started digging into this and realizing, you know, we really need to start recommending these things. Yeah, well, you know, just to clarify too, and we're talking about people that have wood-burning masonry fireplaces, Thank you. That's yes. what's what we recommend doing a level two chimney inspection on. So if you've got just a masonry chimney that, you know, your furnace or water heater vent out of, you don't need to do a level two chimney inspection on that. Just if you're burning a wood fire. Yeah. You say level two. I don't think I introduced that, but what, no. what's the difference? What's a level one, two, and three? You're not suggesting that the guys with the cameras are clowns, are you? No, the guys using cameras usually do a pretty good job. Excellent. And, okay. That's know, all the, I wanted to know. The camera <laughs> inspection, that's considered a level two. A level one inspection is going to be basically what we as home inspectors do. We're going to look at all the visually accessible areas. We're going to look inside the firebox. We're going to look up the flue. We'll look down the flue. We're going to walk on the roof if it's safe to do so. And we're going to look at the chimney in the attic. Look at all the accessible areas. Now, level two is where you take that camera okay. and you inspect the entire interior. I mean, you run that camera up the entire flue and you see every mortar joint. So what's a level three? That's where there's been a fire or or you think that there's something really serious going on and you need to tear that sucker apart. That is destructive <laughs> testing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and that's, that's what they're going to do if, if maybe if there has been a fire mm -hmm. and they need to get to the bottom of it, there's concealed damage. Wow. They will tear it apart. Wow. Destructive testing seems like oxymoron. I'm not even sure what the right word is. It this It's a rebuild. Destructive inspection, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Tessa, in your experience, all the home inspections you've done, all the level twos you've seen, how many chimney flues actually come back with a clean bill of health? None. 
<laughs> I wish I could say th- that there were a few, but that's the surprising thing for most people is that most masonry, wood-burning fireplace flues, they do not pass the level two chimney inspection. Okay, Ruben, I've always thought this, but I want to get your opinion on this. I feel like most of these flues that are failing were installed exactly in this manner, and they've been that way since day one. Yeah, that's what a lot of people say. I say, well, you know, it's this passes because it was installed properly at the time, therefore it meets code. Mm-hmm. People use that argument, the grandfathering clause. And, and they'll say, well, it's never been a problem. Well, yeah, we, we know it's never been a problem. We can look at the house and see it hasn't burned down. That much is clear. <laughs> but it's only not a problem until it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have a change in use, that's when we're really concerned about there being a fire. And when do you have a change in use? When you have a change in occupancy. When the house sells, when you have new owners moving in. Maybe the previous owners used l- those little fire laws. You know, they just have Mm -hmm. little fires all the time. New owners, they might not be doing that. They might have big rip-roaring fires and use it much differently than the previous owners did. And if you're going to have a fire in your living room, that whole flue better be safe. See, that's why... Get your gas insert and you live life safely. <laughs> so we didn't talk about what that means if it fails. So define fail, right? My understanding is anytime they find a crack in the clay tile in the liner or if they find missing mortar in between the clay tiles, right? That means that it fails. Those would be reasons. And for there's failure. other things yeah. too, right? There, like missing missing parging on the smoke chamber and cracks in the firebox and lots of other things that can lead to it failing. Exactly. And if it fails, then technically they say it's 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 not safe to burn wood in, and you, you shouldn't have a fire because you could start a chimney fire. Yeah, I hear this all the time. Like, oh yeah, it's been that way for a long time. It's been safe. It's never been a problem. And people question how often do we really have fires? And I got this little statistic here. This is from the Consumer Product Safety Commission talking about how often people actually have fires. And this is, we're talking about chimney fires. And usually when people say a chimney fire, most of the time it's going to be a structure fire. It's not an actual fire that happens inside the flue of the chimney. It's where you've got these little gaps in the chimney, missing mortar, and then you have heat from the chimney getting, well, heat from the liner in the chimney getting transferred to the structure of the chimney, the actual bricks that hold the chimney up, and then those transfer heat to the wood framing. That's how a chimney fire starts. It's technically a structure fire. And so the CPSC said between 2012 and 2014, anybody want to guess how many fires we had in the U.S.? Chimney fires? 2,000. 22,000. Oh my god. In that small period, this is how many chimney fires wow. we had. So this wow. is a serious thing. I mean, it's not it's not us as home inspectors or the chimney inspectors blowing stuff yeah. out of proportion. There are a ridiculous ridiculous number of unsafe chimneys out there and most people just don't know about it when we come back ruben i've got a few questions about the inspection process i know you've dug into this because you brought this service in-house for all our clients so they know exactly what they're buying when we come back we'll dig into that you're listening to structure talk a structure tech presentation brought to you by the most highly rated home inspection company in the midwest to see what makes us different from our competition, please check out Ruben's Home Inspection blog, which is updated weekly at StructureTech1.com. Hi everyone, Bill Ulrich here with Structure Talk. Do you live in a home that has a homeowners association attached to it? Here's an interesting nugget. In 2019, Minnesota passed a law that requires all HOAs have a preventive maintenance plan in place. What's that you say? 
I know, right? And what's necessary is clear as mud. At Structure Tech, we put together an affordable solution to help HOAs meet this obligation. If your association isn't talking about this, they should be. Check out how we can help at StructureTech1.com. We've been working closely with management companies all year to come up with a win-win-win to meet this new requirement. Let us know if we can help at StructureTech1.com. Okay, Ruben, we're back. Just talk to me about why you decided to bring this service in-house. Well, really, it's because we had so many of our clients asking us, do you do chimney inspections? I mean, people were seeking this out. And we ended up partnering up with another chimney company. Uh, They do great work. Well, I can say it on here. It's Chimney Doctors. And we partnered up with them, and they would do all the inspections for us. But after a while, people started getting concerned that there was a conflict of interest. They said, well, these guys actually do the repairs on chimneys too, and they're calling out all of these chimneys as having defects, and this is not right. Of course they're going to call it out. Mm -hmm. They want to just fix it. And I didn't buy that at all, but there was an appearance of a conflict, and that's why we ended up taking this in-house. And we ended up getting our own guy trained in to do chimney inspections. That's Patrick Brennan. And now he does all of them for us. You know what's really interesting? I've read a ton of the Chimney Doctor's inspections and I've read a ton of Patrick's inspections and they all seem the same because they're governed by the same organization. Tell me about this Mm. organization. And I think Chimney Doctor's was so far above board, people just didn't like the news they were getting and they threw them under the bus, not their chimney. Yeah, that's, that's the Chimney Safety Institute of America, CSIA. They're a certifying body for people to do chimney inspections, repair chimneys, do work on them. And they're recognized all over the country. So Tess, I know you have a question. What are you thinking? Well, no, I was just going to say, I mean, for the consumer out there, for someone who's buying a house or has a wood burning fireplace, what should they know when they're researching who to hire to do this chimney inspection? Because yes, the CSA certified, that's that's great. What does that mean? And is that typical? Are most of these chimney companies CSA certified out there? You know, it seems like there's a ton of them that aren't. And, you know, we've had some crazy experiences with some companies who aren't. Bill, there was one. I don't know if you remember this one, but (laughs) I got to tell this story because it was awesome. I inspected a house and the the woman buying this house- I was was there with you, I think. Oh my gosh, you guys were both- Yeah, we were both involved on that transaction. Yeah, you took a picture of me leaning against the chimney. Yeah. Okay. So you remember the woman, she's (laughs) buying this house. Yes. She just got a divorce. She's got three kids, 50th in France. She needs a turnkey house. One of her requirements for a home was that it have a wood burning fireplace. This was important to her. So the garage was like sliding down the hill from the alley. Yeah. The flat roof, which had apparently just been repaired. Air air quotes. quotes. Repaired. Repaired. (laughs) I think they caulked it because there was a deck on top of this flat roof and it was leaking at the time of our inspection. Yeah. And then we get to the, the chimney and we looked down the chimney and the middle was gone. Yeah. I mean, like the chimney's fine, the structure actually, but then the liner, the clay liner was completely Missing. gone yeah. about halfway down. And we saw this. I mean, we got on our 28-foot extension ladder, which we bring to our inspections. Mm-hmm. We looked down the chimney. Whoa, that's bad news. Chimney inspector shows up. The level two chimney inspector, who we had no partnership with at the time, the client just hired their own chimney inspector. He gets in and he badmouths all the other chimney inspectors in the Twin Cities. He's like, these guys just want to make a big deal. They want to sell liners and blah, blah, blah. And this guy doesn't do any repair work. And he's badmouthing everybody. And then he looks up there with his camera and he goes, oh. 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes back and he says, well, yeah, I know what I said, but this is a serious problem. This is a rebuild. And, you know, well, what's this going to cost? I don't know, 12000 Like something crazy. Yeah, or more. And, yeah, or more. And the buyer tapped out. She's like, I'm done. I'm not buying this house. <laughs> she walked away from that. She, yeah. She, she ended the, we never even got to the basement. Mm-hmm. So that ended the inspection. And then a week later, we get this email notification saying we're scheduled to do an inspection on the same house again. You're scheduled to do it, Bill. That was me. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. And then I called you up and I'm like, hey, Bill, just thought I'd let you know you know the chimney's toast the garage is doing this the roof's doing that structural stucco on the garage structural yeah. stucco yeah the <laughs> yeah. studs are rotted out to nothing yeah. that's where we got structural stucco and then we get an email from the listing agent saying hey just thought i'd let you know we just had so-and-so's chimney service come out and the chimney is safe and in working order and we're like wait a minute yeah and they that... had an invoice from the company exactly they yeah. sent it out to us yeah. and yeah. everything it's like wait a minute hold on who said it wasn't in good working order where did this come from? Because they don't even know that it's us mm. doing the inspection again. They just sent this out of the blue. All right, that's strange, but also, no, it's not. The middle <laughs> of the chimney is gone. So we'd like to meet him out there. We met the chimney guy out there while you're doing the inspection, Bill. Yeah, I met there the was, chimney guy there. Was, there. Uh, there was a whole group of people standing there waiting for XYZ Chimney Company to show up and declare the chimney in good working order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he gets on your ladder, he shows up in his vehicle. He's got no ladder, no camera, no fiber optic camera. And so, you know, of course, our thought right away is, how'd you inspect it the first time? And then we realized, oh, wait, we know how you inspected mm-hmm. it the first time. Yeah. You did it just the way you did it. Like, no, you, you didn't have a camera. You just looked up the flu. So he gets on our ladder. He looks down. He gets off the ladder. He's looking at the ground. He's like, oh, I'm trying to trying to figure out how he could get a liner in there. And we're like, what liner? What What's the deal? It's perfectly safe. Yeah. And we said, all right, all right, just, just straight answer. Is it safe to use? He says, no. And we're like, all right, thank you. We excused him because it's super awkward. Yeah. And and he left very quickly and that was the end of it. Thank you. Goodbye. And what it all comes down to is there's a ton of clowns out there. There's a mm-hmm. lot of companies out there who will just look up the flu. They'll say, yep, looks good. Call me again next year and we'll do another inspection. And they're not really doing a chimney inspection. They're not doing a level two chimney inspection. And that's what needs to happen when you're buying a house. Okay, so when we come back, let's talk about what I love is sticking a liner inside of these old masonry chimneys and forget about what the flu looks like. You're listening to Structure Talk. I'm your host, Bill Ulrich, and we'll be right back. Hi, everyone. Bill Ulrich from Structure Talk. We talk a lot about maintenance on the podcast. If you're like me, I'd rather be doing anything other than maintaining my house. Problem is, my neglectful nature can bring unexpected surprises. So what's a fantasy football fan like me to do? Punch! That's why I recommend Kira Home Maintenance. They actually like home maintenance, and they're happy to do it for you. For a couple dollars a day, they'll keep your home on track. They free you up to enjoy your weekends. Check them out at curahome.com. That's K-U-R-A home.com. Got to get back to the game. 
Okay, we're back to the chimney discussion. I'm Bill Ulbrich, your host, alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman, all with Structure Tech. Tessa, I know you've got a story that you wanted to share with us. Just had a recent inspection in the buyers. This house had a wood burning fireplace, and it was really important to them. They really wanted to have a you know a, a wood burning fireplace. They had ordered a level two chimney inspection, so we went out there. You know, I did the home inspection, and then Patrick did the the level two chimney inspection, and and he found some pretty significant issues with this chimney. There are, you know, big cracks, chunks missing, missing mortar. So it failed like they all do pretty much, right? 99% of the time. So anyways, that inspection, you know, completed that, that the house had a list of things going on with it. And, you know, the fireplace was one big thing for them. But I get a call from their agent, from the buyer's agent, like the next day, she said, can you explain something to me? You know, I'm kind of a newer agent. And she said, the seller's have provided documentation from a chimney inspection company that says the chimney is in fine and working order. And they're basically saying that this is bogus and that they're, you know, they don't want to fix anything because I guess they had asked them for some money or negotiations or something about that. She's like, you know, what do I do? This letter came from someone who's CSA certified. And I was like, what? Okay, because, you know, we always recommend, you know, go to the website, look up a CSA certified chimney sweep, find someone who's credible to do this level two chimney inspection. And I said to this agent, I said, well, so what does their report look like? And she's like, well, you know, it's just writing. It says it's acceptable. I said, well, did they provide any pictures of the inside of of the chimney? And she said, no, apparently he didn't use a fiber optic camera and he didn't do that. And I said, well, then why is there any debate? Here you are. You're provided with a report from our certified CSA chimney sweep with pictures of a broken down clay liner. And you've got sellers who are trying to debate that it's actually acceptable because they have a contractor who says it's fine. Who didn't even see it? Who didn't see it? I said, oh. I don't even know why you're talking to me <laughs> right I think now. Maybe we need to the take wrong a break. House. I'm just mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but that's the thing. It's like, okay, you know, do your due diligence. Have a level two chimney inspection. Use a CSA certified chimney sweep. But if they don't use a fiber optic camera, you can't inspect the chimney. That's all there is. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. do think Mic we drop. can be honest that it is a big shock when you think everything's fine and dandy. And then all of a sudden somebody comes out of left field with a pretty big ask like, the chimney needs to be rebuilt. Yeah. And this is going to be several thousand dollars. I, I could see how somebody would be knocked off their foundation a little bit and need some further explanation. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you're going to fight it, fight it with good information, not just the company next door who spent three minutes looking at it. So, Bill, before we went to break, you talked about what you like to do to fix this. Yes. Hey, we're just about out of time. We've talked about all the all the mm-hmm. ways to get these inspected. But what, what do you do when there's a an $8,000 repair that needs to happen? What Punt. <laughs> You buy a $3,500 insert and you put it inside and have it installed. You make sure the chimney is good at the exterior and you're good to go. Okay. Sounds That's like it. a perfect now, plan. Now, are you talking about a gas insert or yeah, are you talking yeah, about a wood burning insert? gas insert. No, no, no. Gas insert. Okay. I You're mean, probably on the low end of, of the price, okay. price spectrum I know. when you say I've that. I've lived but that's most okay. of these. We did two of them in our house and we got a break because we had a main floor and a basement. We did them both at the same time. And it cost us about $7,500. Now, granted, that was eight or nine years ago. Sure. That included running the gas line and we're in the city. So it had to be inspected by the municipal inspector and all that 
good stuff. So it's affordable in comparison to rebuilding your precious wood fireplace that you're going to use three times. Yeah. So so just to back up for a second, if someone has has a you know wood burning fireplace and you know it fails, it's in bad shape, it's not safe to burn wood in. They've got a few different options though, right? I mean, adding a, a gas insert fireplace is one option, but if they are just married to the idea of having wood burning, what can they do, right? And there's spend a, a lot of money. Well, they can spend a lot of money. Yeah, but there's a, a few things. One, rebuild the chimney, right? And and that's quite a process of breaking up the clay tiles and reparging the inside. Re- relining. Relining. Relining Thank you. the chimney. Sure. Relining. Yeah, you could reline it. Relining. With... Or installing like a steel flue up the middle, right? If there's enough space. If there's space, enough space There for usually it. isn't to just drop those in there, but that's, a that's steel an option liner. too. Yep. Yeah. And those are very expensive as, as well. Or uh, another option... Burn some candles, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Leave it yeah. as yeah. is. Yeah, put Leave candles as in as there is. and don't do yeah. anything. It's, don't do anything. That's, that's a really important piece, yeah. Tessa, is that yeah. you don't ever have to fix this. All you have to do is don't have a fire in your living room. And there's no hazard then. Yeah, yeah. That's okay, too. Yeah. And we spent our whole time talking about basically the inside of a masonry fireplace. And we didn't even talk about repairing anything at the exterior, which could add some significant value. And if you're like me and a lover of gas, I still have to maintain all the exterior components of my fireplace. So I'm not off the hook with any of that. Yeah. yeah you still have the chimney portion that's outside above the roof that you have to maintain. Tuck pointing, the crown. We even talk about issues that we see all the time and inspections with crowns and and chimneys we'll have to have steve cool come back out he did one with us on on heat cables but he loves talking about chimneys too at least the exterior we're gonna we got to have him talk about that maybe in the winter maybe in the spring we'll see but he'd be good to talk about that too yeah all right sounds great we're gonna wrap this one up but before we go ruben tell everybody where they can get all the information they need to know about home inspections, and home ownership, structuretech1.com. We'll catch you next time. To see what makes us different from our competition, please check out Ruben's Home Inspection blog, which is updated weekly at structuretech1.com. For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at structuretech1.com. 